0: On the show today, a Lucas Regular loses his ride. More 2024 World of Outlaws dates. We get a look at the first 100 at Chili Bowl entries and what Rico Abreu has to say about his sprint car plans for next season. Let's go. Tuesday, November 28th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I want to start the show off today with a question for you, especially for those who have been around the sport for a very long time. Have we ever had a more intriguing time in the history of sprint car racing? The last several months have been a wild ride with the addition of high limit in the landscape, and things will remain very, very interesting as we go forward. I talked yesterday on the show about Geo Selzy signing on to be a full-time outlaw team, and at this moment we have three confirmed outlaws and one confirmed high limit team. And following this ongoing saga of who will go where feels a little bit like free agency in something like the NBA or NFL. It's a very short period of time to kind of figure out all of this stuff, rumors run rampant, and even smaller moves here feel fairly significant. There's a ton of speculation about what decisions could get made, and honestly, stuff like this is why I started doing Dirt Tracker in the first place. These conversations are happening between friends. Let's just kind of scale things up a little bit bigger. Uh, The choices that get made over the next few weeks will shape the 2024 season of racing, and I personally want each one to feel significant because they are. Whether it's championship contenders like David Gravel or smaller teams who will be battling a little further down the order. I think this stuff is fun, and I hope you guys do too, because I'm having a really good time covering all of this. One of the names at the center of much of the Sprint Car Series speculation is Rico Abreu. I've certainly talked about him here on this show. And for good reason, he's coming off a career season, he's built an incredible brand and is a fan favorite, and he's a notorious pick-and-choose guy. He's never run a full sprint car series outside of the midweek High Limit scheduled this year, and in terms of free agency talk, would be a massive pickup if he could be convinced to join a series. And for a series like High Limit that won't have Kyle Larson at every event, the marketability of a guy like Rico could fill that promotional void, and he'd be a serious contender for multiple race wins and the championship. What he ultimately decides for next season is still a mystery, but according to him, the decision will come soon. He sent me a message yesterday, and I want to share that full text here so you can get an idea of where he's at in the decision-making process. Rico said, quote, I have not yet finalized our racing schedule. I am still considering all of my options. With the current vibe of sprint car racing, I would like to release my schedule this next week. It's important to me considering all of the options that exist in sprint car racing now more than ever. My fans and tracks know where I'm going to be. Trying to have a decision before PRI, preferably so that everybody knows, unquote. PRI starts in just nine days, so it won't be long before we know what he wants to do. Also, I believe Rico is scheduled to be on David Gravel's live stream later this week, I think on Thursday, and I'm sure this will come up there as well. So that'd be a good uh, opportunity to tune in to see what he has to say. Regardless of what direction he goes, I do like that Rico wants to put out a schedule for the tracks and the fans. We need more of that on the sprint car side of dirt racing where available. And I know it can't be, it can't happen all the time with weather and the way things change. But I feel like the lay model guys do a uh, much better job of this with their websites and letting fans know where they will be well in advance. Outside of series regulars and guys that run their weekly tracks all through the season, it's a massive help for those tracks and fans when they know what to expect. Especially in a na- uh, day and age where tickets are not getting cheaper to attend these events. I know a lot of people are going to say, oh yeah, but it was fun to see who would roll into a racetrack, but we're not really at that point anymore. I think it's important for for fans to know what they're going to get when they go decide to buy a $25 or $30 or $40 or $45 uh, ticket for one of these races. On the sprint car schedule front, we've got more confirmed dates for the World of Outlaws. They will start the season in February, Dirk Car Nationals. That's not new information. They're going to take a few weeks off, then come back to Volusia for racing around Daytona Bike Week. Also not new information. They did the same thing in 2023. After that Bike Week event, though, they attempted a swing through Pennsylvania that ended up having some rainouts. This season, though, they are going to stay south and following uh, those March races at Volusia, which are the 3rd and the 4th of March, they'll head west. One track on that trip uh, west that we know about will be Cotton Bowl Speedway in Texas. The track released their 2024 schedule yesterday, and the Outlaws will be there on March 15th and March 16th. Their last trip to Cotton Bowl was in 2022 when Carson Macedo and Sheldon Hottenshield picked up victories. Some other Southern tracks will certainly be in play as well along that stretch, similar, uh, similar to what we saw this year. Some of the tracks we saw this year included Magnolia and Talladega, uh, and I, I would expect some of those uh, same tracks to probably be uh, you know kind of around the same uh, dates as Cotton Bowl this year. Uh, moving over to some lay model news, one of the staples of the Lucas Oil late model dirt series has a very uncertain future. On his Facebook page yesterday, Earl Pearson Jr. announced that the Jason Papich-owned team that he'd been driving for is shuddering. The reasons cited included the rising costs of the sport and Papich being busy with his growing businesses. EBJ partnered with Papich late in 2021 after leaving the Black Diamond house car program, and he was much improved during the 2022 season. A four-position pickup and average feature finish from 2021 Plus that big $50,000 win at Port Royal, he was fifth in the final standings that year behind Tim McCready's championship. But things did not go so well in 2023. Just 10th in the final points rundown, no wins, no laps led, and just three top five finishes in 54 races. I think his best finish was fourth, which he did a couple of times. Not exactly a season up to the standards of a driver who's won the series title four times and has been on tour for 19 straight years. I think it's important to note here too, just like the World of Outlaws late models, the Lucas field was much tougher this season than it was the year before. We had the addition of names like Brandon Overton and Devin Moran and Jonathan Davenport come back to the series because of the Lucas chase and that ability to win the championship at the final race at Eldora. The Facebook post from EPJ says they will have an official release soon and it sounds like they will be putting some equipment for sale. No word yet on what EPJ will do, but this feels like a significant blow to his career, especially at the national touring level. In some regional late model news, we've got two series merging for 2024. The American late model series, which hasn't run in a few years and is owned by uh, Sam Driggers, obviously Dirk Carr sanction, uh, will be folded into Chris Tilley's Ironman series and become the Valvoline American late model Ironman series for 2024. The split region series will cover Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, and Northern Kentucky. That's the North region. And then the South region will have Southern Kentucky, East Tennessee, North Georgia, and Alabama. Shows will be 5000 and 10000 a win. Purse is very similar to the Summer Nationals, and Tilly and Michael Despain will continue in their uh, current roles running uh, those races. A tweet from Tilly said the schedule is still being put together at this moment. Uh, Finally today, we got our first look at the early Chili Bowl entries late last night. This first update has 107 cars, and according to uh, Brian Holbert, has one event winner and 15 other previous feature starters. That past event winner on the list early is Sammy Swindell. Other notables I see include Corey Day, and as expected, he's listed in Willie Kane's car. We saw Day run with Kane during that uh, final USAC midget West Coast swing that just wrapped up. JJ Yaley is listed driving for Jerry Petty. Josh Boffman is there, uh, as is Noah Gass, Zach, uh, Zach Hampton, a couple sprint car guys. Uh, Jacob Denny, uh, 2023 prelim night winner Hank Davis is there. Dylan Welch, uh, who we've seen run at, uh, at the Chili Bowl plenty, obviously, uh, you know, well known for his announcing. Uh, and Jerry Coons Jr., I also see my guy George Laux on the list. George was a regular on the Carolina Sprint Tour this season and previously was a crew member at Casey Kane Racing. That should be a fun one to watch. Uh, This list will obviously grow massively in the coming weeks, but uh, you can see this first round of entries over at ChiliBowl.com. You know, first 100, 107 entries, I think, is what we're at right now. But uh, this list will grow well beyond 300 before we get to the Chili Bowl in January. Uh, That's it for The Daily today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hope you have a great Tuesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.